What do you think happens when we die at Camp Reeves? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're gonna have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Hello, and welcome back to Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Tom Hanks, purloined Dwayne Johnson, and are about to be absolutely mugged by a man known as Keanu Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm stealing your feudal lord. Nice. This week, I am Luke Patrick, as always, but this week in particular, I'm a weird birdman demon that lives in the woods. A birdman demon. Birdman demon sort of thing. The Tengu. Mm-hmm. The portrayed, portrayed in this movie. My mic is too close. Hang on, let me. I should have tested ooh, my audio beforehand. Ooh, that's good audio oh, right yeah, there, baby. people at home enjoy yeah. the, the twangy, a little country twang of hearing mm-hmm. me move my microphone around. Yeah, the scraping and scrunching mm-hmm. of you shifting your mic around because <laughs> you didn't take three seconds to test your audio before we kick this thing off. Yeah, so I know that in the beginning of this episode, I probably sound so loud. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's a risk you run sometimes when you're podcasting, baby. We keep this thing live and loose. Mm-hmm. Last minute podcasting. Yeah, very sorry, folks. Um, don't know what to say about this one. Usually we record on Friday. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't Saturday. We didn't Sunday. Same we didn't Monday. We did not Monday. It's Tuesday, baby. It's, it's Tuesday. I'm still technically working for the next 15 minutes. <laughs> Uh, at which point folks you're gonna hear me turn off the laptop sitting next to me and uh and then then i can make the dirty jokes yeah then you are safe to go crazy until then pg rating at best Mm -hmm. absolutely keep it professional that's why i'm wearing a button down i was gonna say you look snazzy this week thank you i uh was in a meeting uh not too long ago and that meeting wrapped up and now I'm doing this. Nice. Being a professional. Laura, if you're listening to this, um, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a defense. I don't really have anything. Just uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I still would like that race, though, uh, if, if we can work that out. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, Luke, obviously, given all this talk, we did watch uh, 2013's <laughs> 47 Ronin. Yeah, we did. How was your watch and when was it? It was last night. Uh, okay. So Monday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam, my life is turbulent right now. Uh-huh. A little bumpy. Uh-huh. They, you know, the airplane took off. Things got a little turbulent basically right out of the gate. Yeah. So I mentioned a long time ago about the flooring situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, well, we're redoing the floors in my house. So I spent the weekend. So, you know, Friday was open. Could have done this Friday. Mm-hmm. But it was Friday night, baby. Yeah, just the night we normally do this. Yeah, I had things to do, <laughs> like play video games and watch TV. Um, <laughs> and then you, for uh, scheduling reasons, couldn't do Saturday or Monday. So um, usually Correct. the, yeah, anyway. Uh, I spent the weekend installing flooring in my home. Uh, I'm tired. I was mm-hmm. sick yesterday, so basically, just a lot of a lot of shaking on this airplane. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the rivets are coming loose. The rivets are coming loose. For once, I remembered the movie, but mm-hmm. it is kind of a blur. 
Uh-huh. Uh, so this will be interesting to dig into specifics because, especially as the plot guy, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Because uh, things sort of blurred together is the... But I did watch it. I watched all of it uh, in one mm-hmm. go with some delivered Marco's pizza. Okay. Um, speaking of, I just want to clear the air for a second. Yeah, let's talk about Marco's. Well, let's talk about Marco's, specifically the cauliflower crust pizza that I get. Mm-hmm. That sounds terrible it's actually really good um, I doubt at it. least i don't know uh well okay <laughs> i just want to break this open because i listened to our velocipaster episode recently mm-hmm. again checking for quality which is an insane thing to say uh-huh. for this project yes uh it's all dick jokes i don't know why i bought yeah it. especially when uh you started this episode by uh crushing your mic away from you <laughs> yeah um uh, but in that episode, which we recorded kind of a long time ago in terms of this project, I don't know exactly how long ago, but it's been a while, at least a mm-hmm. year. Sure. Uh, we talked about dominoes. Uh-huh. And I mentioned that there is no amount of dominoes that will ever be able to... Basically, I blamed it on lactose intolerance. Mm. Yeah. And looking back, me saying there is no amount of lactate that will counteract the dominoes... Little You're bit. not wrong. I'm not. Because <laughs> turns out I could be snorting lactate mm-hmm. uh, and it would not put a dent in the Domino's. Hence, Marco's cauliflower crust pizza. <laughs> it's, I believe that's the official slogan. I w- <laughs> it only comes in small. So I get Jesus Christ. a hilariously small pizza. Mm-hmm. For the same price as an extra large pizza. Oh my god. Yeah. We're talking but like 10 bucks either way, but still like. They are bending you over and giving it to you dry. Well, here's the thing. Pizza Hut in mm-hmm. select locations does a gluten-free crust. Mm-hmm. Not in any of our locations, my guy. Ah, what a shame. Yeah. So we get Marcos. Uh What's your opinion on Marcos? Don't love it. Had it once, didn't like it, won't get it again. Nice. You have, mm-hmm. I, I take, you know what? I believe you. I believe that it is not the greatest pizza because you have been on a little bit of a pizza quest. Uh, so, uh, I would say probably close to a year ago, if not more, uh, my wife and I embarked upon a great crusade Yeah. Um, against the Nazi menace. And in doing so, we decided that we would um, try every pizza in town. Yeah. Um, we stalled out pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's just been in fits and starts since then. Uh, what I will say, uh, Pizza Cafe, S tier. S tier. Here in Little yeah. Rock. Fuck it. Let's rank Little Rock's available pizzas. That I've uh, consumed. That Sam has consumed and can remember. Okay, yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, uh, sir, uh, 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 Pizza Cafe S tier, easy, satisfying, good every time. Yeah. Um, hey, and I'll give you the really quick thumbs up or thumbs down on gluten free, by the way, as we go along. Yeah, so, uh, what's, what's the story with them? No fucking, no fucking way. Yeah, that's why it's so goddamn good. Yeah. Um, Zaza, I'm going. B tier. B tier, really? B tier. It's a good pizza. However, there's a lot of variability. 
Yeah. And for the price, not great. However, however, the salads. The salads are phenomenal. If we rated this just on salads, S tier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I would go uh, B tier. All right. For for Zaza, B B plus. Yeah. If we can award that. Yeah, uh, and uh, gluten free. They got the option. Up. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Uh, let's see. We've got damn good pies. D tier. D tier for sure. D tier. Yeah. No, salads are not good. Breadsticks are good. Yeah. Great breadsticks. Uh, uh, I'm pizza. loving this Gordon Ramsay-esque detail. Yeah. Um, certified pies, unfortunately, is also a fucking D tier. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to like certified pies because it's the one like closest to our house. Yeah. I think. It's really close. It's so close. Please don't dox uh, us based on how close certified pies is to either <laughs> of our houses. I mean... They could find us if they needed to. Uh, please don't, though. <laughs> please please don't. don't kill us. Um, but no, I uh, really wanted to like it. The first time we tried it, uh, it was really good. Really enjoyed it. Second time we tried it, it was utterly devoid of flavor. Yeah. Uh, t- t- nothing. Nothing. Um, Which is weird. Cause yeah, pizza's, it's hard to do that. It's like raw flavor. It's just cheese. Tomatoes, sauce. sauce, yeah, you got the sauce, crust, like, yeah, all the gluten, all that tasty, tasty gluten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, bad. Never had it again. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, Little Caesars Z tier won't consume it. I was gonna say, can I tell you about Little Caesars for a second? Yeah, let's uh, tell me about uh, Little Caesars. Back in my early twenties, we're talking brand spanking new twenties. Mm-hmm. There was a little Caesars next to my house in Colorado. Mm-hmm. We would eat the five dollar hot and ready's, kind of a lot. And how much time did you all spend on the toilet? Me personally, at the time, none. Great time. I mean, in the life. whole household, because I have never known a five dollar hot and ready to not cause gastric distress. <laughs> well. Again, we've talked about this so many times on this podcast. At that age, doesn't matter. You can get hit by a truck. You can eat bricks. Yeah. Yeah, and, you kind of can. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting because when you're real young, as I'm learning, uh, as someone who's uh, soon to be a father, when you're real young, you got to be real careful about what you put in there. Sure. Um, And then there's this, like, golden age where I'm going to say between 13 and 26. Yeah. Where it, you could eat fucking poison and yeah. you're fine. You could that's, snort arsenic. That's why they're eating all these fucking Tide Pods. Yeah. Because they can. Because they can. Just to mock us. Mm-hmm. Just to yeah. mock uh, people that are a little bit more advanced in age. So, yeah, we would eat, well, this Little Caesars, we ate at this Little Caesars that was near my apartment mm-hmm. um, in beautiful Longmont, Colorado, uh, until they got closed. Sam, you're probably asking, why did the Little Caesars close? Well, it's because mm-hmm. if you called them up and said, I would like a brown bag special. Oh, no. They'd put a little bit of weed in your box. Oh, that's, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I for- you can't do that. I forget what the scenario was, but it was something like... Oh, I remember the scenario. I don't remember what the code word was, the code phrase. 
Because mm-hmm. I believe the jig was up when, because it was something like, I'll take like triple cheese or something. Mm-hmm. And they go, okay, I got you. And they put a little bit of that sweet, sweet uh, ganja uh-huh. right there in the in the box for you. Except uh-huh. I think somebody ordered it by mistake. Uh, yeah, see, you got to pick something yeah. real obscure. I think it was just like extra pepperoni or something. And so... See, that's a mistake. <laughs> So this chump delivery driver shows up, opens the box, and says, does that look good? And the other mm-hmm. person presumably went, yes, except for the packet of green stuff. <laughs> Why are you serving so much oregano with this thing? Yeah, what's with the basil? Um, so they got okay. closed down. How often did you order triple cheese? I actually ordered triple cheese zero times. So how'd you find out that they were serving triple cheese? Because it was in the newspaper. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that would explain it. This was, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know if you like had a contact who was like, "I'm ordering triple cheese all the time." No, no one told me. No one told me. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe that would have been fine, but no. Uh, instead, because it is honestly that's vertical integration. That's capitalism, man. What mm-hmm. are you gonna want yeah. when you're high off reefer? Well, you don't want a five dollar hot and ready. You might want. Several five dollar hot and ready's. Yeah, that see, it's 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 brilliant yeah. as a business plan. Uh, poor as a as a legal plan. As a legal, yeah, it didn't get folks. If you're gonna sell weed, do it legally, I guess. Yeah, is the moral of that story. Definitely don't do it if you're a little Caesar's. Do not. <laughs> um, the pizzeria up on Cavanaugh. Yeah, uh, that is gonna say b minus tier oh i have not had that one so i cannot confirm none of these are gluten-free by the way but that one i don't know uh pretty sure no yeah i don't i think they're slanging gluten all over the place yeah you've had it before oh yeah we went there a very long time ago yeah a long time ago it was it's good okay. it was good yeah, that, that was fine. this is my drinking days and they had whiskey on the menu so i don't know mm-hmm. yeah uh it it, again, overpriced for a pretty small pizza. Yeah. Um, that is decent. Uh, they do have a great hummus duo. That's uh, oh, that's uh, normal chickpea hummus and a black bean hummus. That is just and great desserts too. Oh yeah. Um, pizza Hut. Pizza Hut's A tier. I was gonna <laughs> say S tier. It's it, no, it's definitely not S tier. Okay. Um. But it is a tier. Like when you want specifically the the dinner box pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I got one of their normal pizzas. I I got the big Brooklyn or whatever the fuck. Hell yeah, brother! Not as good as the big box pizza. Oh, I like the big box pizza. I see. Um, which uh, I have confirmed is precisely the width of my door. Yeah, we talked. We talked about the big box pizza. Yeah, no, I got it recently again, and I, <laughs> I was like, I want to just double check that this is the width of my door. So here's what I dream about, because mm-hmm. granted, uh, or quick caveat, we should not record this podcast this close to dinner time. Uh, it's a problem. It's a problem. We're just going to talk about food the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I you know I was like maybe because I accidentally got gluten. We went to a burger joint. They served me a normal gluten-ridden bun, mm-hmm. and I got about halfway through it before I realized, and I went, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and nothing happened. Nothing. Nothing. For a couple of days. It's totally fine. Um, so I thought, 
Maybe it's not the gluten. Maybe it's something else. So I went on a rampage uh, of just eating gluten as much mm-hmm. as I could cram in my face just to see what would happen to my body. Spoiler alert, about a week later, I was a wreck. Um, yeah, you had the slick shits. I had the slick shits. I had the mud butt. Uh, and the, more more importantly, the intestinal pain. That's the one that really sucks. Mm, uh, yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> I had Pizza Hut during this because we had talked about the big dinner box. Yeah, I got to have the big dinner box. And one day we were like, I want pizza. And I want mm-hmm. the sluttiest pizza I can get. Sure. So, Pizza Hut. And mm-hmm. uh, fuck if it wasn't good. Oh, it's a great pizza. Yeah. Uh, so so tasty. It really does hit the spot. Um, and even though you shouldn't, when you get the big dinner box, you feel like you can have more slices. Yeah. Um. So the other so thing that's is also that nice. if you put napkins on top of the pizza and then shove uh-huh. those napkins into your gas tank, they will uh-huh. run your car. Oh, absolutely, they will. Yeah. Oh, are you off the clock now? I'm off the clock, baby. Cock, penis, come shit, piss. <laughs> For those listening, Sam took off weirdly took off the dress shirt. Uh-huh. Uh huh. As if before someone was going to call. You never know. I guess you never uh, know. It, actually, uh, Luke, <laughs> if you recall one time we did record in the middle of the day, and I did have a colleague call me. True. Very true. we got to stop this. Yeah, it's... Well, I mean, we're fine now. We're in the clear. Come piss. Yeah. Dickhole. <laughs> All right, real quickly. We're almost 20 minutes in, and we're still ranking pizzas, so let's bang through this. Oh, uh, no, I think that's, that's about it. That's we haven't it? hit Domino's um, or... Uh, I pa- kind of won't do Papa John's. Yeah, I was going to say, are you going to dig into the racist-ass bucket that is? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do the Papa. Um, I've I'm eaten 40 about... pizzas in so many days. <laughs> and no, 40 pizzas in 30 days. In 30. <laughs> um, I will tell you, I have fond memories of the uh, Domino's Thin Crust Pizza. Oh, because I remember that was just so, oh so good. I loved the corners. I yeah. don't know why. But yeah, I, so one day maybe I'll, I'll give that a shot. But until then, there's my tier list of uh, local pizzas that I've consumed thus far. Nice. Luke, what is the plot of 47 <laughs> Rain? <laughs> anyway, 20 minutes later, the thing we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, 47 Ronin is sort of the way, okay, here's how I grok it. I'm going to put a big old caveat on this whole experience. Mm -hmm. We are going to talk about the movie 47 Ronin. We are going to do that. That's our job. We're going to talk about the movie because I don't know, Sam, how much digging into this you've done. I did. Okay, cool. Because then you are aware, but so the listener is aware, there is a whole cultural like mythos, like, and this really happened. Everything that I'm about to describe really happened, which is fucking awesome. Yes. Um, and it is like a, it's almost like Remember the Alamo is kind of my take on uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. It's, yeah, it's like a thing that people exactly commemorate. That. Yeah. So if you're, if you're in Japan, you're probably familiar with this story. Um, anyway, in the 1700s, um, there was a lord of a province called Akko. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in Akko, this lord is entertaining some guests in the shogun 
uh, Keanu Reeves, let's just get it out of the way, is uh, half English and half Japanese, according to the movie. Yes, uh, is, but also uh, raised by demons. Was raised by demons in the forest, literally. We'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody likes him because they call him half-breed. Yes. Uh, so he's sort of an outcast, but he works. He's trained like a samurai, but is not a samurai. Uh, so mm-hmm. he sort of floats around one of the samurai and his family. Oishi is his name. Uh, the family that uh, Kai is no. Keanu's name. Oishi is the samurai that he sort of like hangs out with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, there's a lord in the province of Akko who's entertaining the shogun and a guest. The guest in the story is uh, so rude to him that he's honor-bound to fight him, which I thought would be so much cooler, but in the movie, there's a witch. This guy is from a northern province in Japan. There's a witch who's helping him ascend to power. Mm -hmm. The way she does this is that she, like, blood fuses with the Lord of the North. Yeah. uh, Importantly, Luke, she uh, uses his stink blood to make a spider. Yeah, she uses his stink blood to make a spider. Mm-hmm. And then the spider poops uh, magic grit into the mouth of the Lord of Akko. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I am not making it up. <laughs> yeah, folks, what you're probably hear- thinking you're hearing is Luke and me having some sort of like uh, like fever dream slash stroke. And that's actually not what's happening. We are describing Luke's at- describing very accurately this film. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the the Lord wakes up possessed by this this like stank blood grit, mm-hmm. um, and attempts to attack the Lord of the North, uh, dishonoring himself and his family mm-hmm. uh, in his province. I mean, it's a big deal. And so the next day, the Shogun says, "Well, here's the deal: either you can just be disgraced, or if you want to redeem yourself, you can commit seppuku." Um, yes. Which uh, he does, and he does do. Uh, so his samurai mm-hmm. are honor bound to revenge him. So here, in no particular order, is sort of here's the rest of the story, just as it is, and then we'll talk about the movie. Um, yes, uh, I- importantly, because their feudal lord has died, they are considered ronin because they're samurai who are not pledged to anyone yeah and to all of our neckbeards you already knew that because mm-hmm. your uh email is like uh ronin 1992 at hotmail.com yeah or whatever yeah ronin um, 42069 at uh msn at msn yeah uh so you guys probably knew that for a neckbeard audience um but, uh, where was I? So anyway, so the Lord is dead. The Ronin are now on their own. They wait. Here's what actually happened, because I think this is so much cooler, and it's roughly what happens in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they wait a couple years, which mm-hmm. is crazy. That is <laughs> that is a level of theory yes. that I respect <laughs> so much. The idea that you're like, oh, I'm going to get you, but I'm so mad. I will wait two years I will to wait. get you. Two years to get, to get our plan in action. So the, the Ronin wait two years, and by the time two years is up, there's 47 of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, 47 Ronin. Uh, and again, this all happened. We're mm-hmm. not making... Like, there are gravestones yes. that you can visit in Tokyo that are very popular. These, these are real-ass people. Mm-hmm. 47 dudes 
go to the northern province or wherever uh, this guy is. I believe he was from uh, Nagato, which, Nagato, yeah. if, if you'll remember from Shogun 2 Total War, is kind of the um, upper right yeah. part of the, the mainland. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Sam's You're Video welcome. Game Corner. Um, I do what I can. Yeah. Uh, so they wait two years. They go to where he is. In, in reality, so in the movie, they fight their way in. They go to see some demons in a forest to get some swords. They fight their way in. There's mm-hmm. a big battle. They kill him. But in reality, here's what happened. They show up, 47 motivated dudes mm-hmm. in the townsfolk. Angry. angry. motivated dudes. The townsfolk hated this guy so much <laughs> that when they, they basically showed up and then yelled, hey, we're here to kill this guy. We're very mad. And everyone went, mm-hmm. A+. Plus. Yeah. Sounds good. Get in here, guys. Have at it. <laughs> so <laughs> nobody did anything. They found him cowering in a shed. <laughs> and they said, you can either seppuku or we're going to murder you. And he's like, you're just going to have to kill me. So they did. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, because the shogun uh, specifically forbade them from exacting vengeance, they did all have to commit seppuku. But that was an upside, as portrayed in this movie, because they weren't uh, hanged like common criminals. Yes. Uh, because they followed the ways of Bushido, mm-hmm. uh, they were allowed to sort of die honorably. Um, yes. So anyway, Sam, that's roughly what happens in this movie. Uh, there's some other stuff, like Keanu Reeves is sold to the Dutch mm-hmm. and becomes like a Dutch like gladiator. Um, mm-hmm. And then is rescued by Oishi. The witch, there's a big climactic battle with the witch where she turns into a dragon mm-hmm. and Keanu kills her. Keanu has like, there's magic. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, anyway, Sam, that's roughly it. What did you think of this movie? Uh, first, uh, would you like a couple of historical facts that I found? Yes, please. Okay. So um, this was during the Tokugawa Shogunate, which you might actually recall, Luke, because the Tokugawa clan was the uh, victor during the Sengoku period, which Shogun 2 Total War is set during. Ah! So, this is that dynasty. They ruled from 1603 to 1860. Fucking eight! Damn! Yeah. And uh, this uh, shogunate, uh, shogun in particular, excuse me, Daphne. Yeah, there you go. Um, is uh, Tokugawa, Tokugawa Tsunayoshi. Uh, who ruled uh, from 1680 to 1709. And um, I, I learned some interesting things about Tokugawa Tsunayoshi. Okay. He instituted a lot of animal protection laws, mm-hmm. uh, particularly for dogs. Um, he had a dog named Takamaru, and um, he also outlawed prostitution. And... He was pretty unpopular, which is why he got the nickname, <laughs> the Dog Shogun. All right. All right. Which I love. I love, this is almost literally you build a million bridges, <laughs> and then you, you give dogs rights. What do you remember for? The Dog Shogun. Yeah, Tokugawa Tsunayoshi coming in here and being like, I think dogs should vote. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, really getting blasted for it. Uh, <laughs> the other that I that I read, I think, 
was that basically his decision to um, let the 47 Ronin commit se- uh, seppuku mm-hmm. was basically a political one. Because if memory serves, they were pretty popular at the oh. time. And so if he hanged him, it was kind of a bad look. But I think he also did like have a lot of respect for uh, Bushido. So, um, so yeah. Uh, there's that. Uh, now, as far as my review, this movie is The Witcher. It kind of is. Hey, bud, it exactly is. Okay. It is. Uh, okay. Yeah. Do you want me to walk you through it? Well, I just want to clarify really quick. You and I have almost exactly the same amount of Witcher knowledge, which is we've played roughly 30 hours of The Witcher before that, we went. Yeah. Before we went, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. And then we've watched the TV show. Yes, but I, not the most recent season because I heard it was bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we are tit for tat on the Witcher knowledge. Uh, yes. I am intending to read the books, but it is on hold through the library and will be for the foreseeable future, it seems. I don't have that intent. Yeah. Well, it's intent. It's not knowledge. So let's break it down. Why do you think this is the Witcher? Okay. So uh, Keanu Reeves is uh, the samurai Witcher. In this movie, because he is an exceedingly talented and powerful warrior, yeah, with somewhat supernatural abilities. Oh, very much supernatural abilities. Is completely ostracized from society. Yeah, everyone hates him. No one trusts him, and he's pretty good at killing monsters. He is pretty good. So we mentioned this earlier. Magic and demons and monsters are real. Tonally, you might be saying. How does that fit? The answer is, it doesn't. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't take long to figure out why this movie got a 16% on the tomatometer. On the tomatometer. This is not... Uh, we've taken a whiff of this tomato, it is not fresh. No. Uh, I still owe you a word. Don't let me forget. But Oh, I hey, I won't. Yeah. But what other similarities are there? So the, he is the Witcher. I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. But there's no, like, Siri... Or... Well, no, but uh, not all the witchers had a Siri. True. If you recall. Yeah, there were, were many just, witchers. That's true. They were just sort of ostracized dudes with supernatural fighting abilities. Mm-hmm. And if memory serves, he also does at one point kind of do like a little bit of potion making. Does he? Uh, I, I think at one point he glugs a something. And it, it does some special things for him. It just, I got some big Witcher vibes, but like not as, not as well done. Also, I'm amazed that we've gotten this far without saying, The Witcher! The Witcher! The Witcher! Because um, he also doesn't talk a whole lot. He does not. Classic Keanu role. Doesn't say a lot, just is badass. Does mm-hmm. a lot of badass it, stuff. Classic Witcher, too. Mm-hmm. Because the other is we have, you know, Final Showdown. And we have two big bads. One, a man. The other, a witch who could turn into a dragon. True. What does Keanu go for? The witch who can turn into a dragon. It's very true. It's very yeah. true. Ice, it's not as good, but I do see oh, it. Of course not. <laughs> of course it's not as good. But it is the same thing. If we're ranking them, video game at the bottom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> controversial opinion, I know. Your boys just didn't, we didn't have a good time. We didn't have a good time with it. Can we actually talk about it for a second? Let's talk about The Witcher. Yeah, everyone talks about the Bloody Baron being such a great fucking quest. And let me tell you, it's not. 
it's just horrible. It's it tonally it's wretched. Yeah. But also gameplay wise, it's pretty dull. Yeah. Because it's just like go here, talk to this person, go here, kill this horrible wretch. Go here, talk to this person again. Go here, kill a different horrible wretch. Go here, uh, talk to this guy again. Go into a swamp for way too long. Oh my god. Dude, that's the game. Go into the swamp and mm-hmm. hunt this witch, monster, person, mm-hmm. entity. Like, it's a swamp. Yeah. And then make some sort of, like, nebulous moral decision that has far-reaching consequences, but it doesn't seem like it will. Yeah, it doesn't actually pan out all that much. No, and then and then everyone, I except us, creams their genes and says, the, the pinnacle of yeah. RPG quest lines. Yeah. Yep. We just didn't, we bounced. That's what's weird. I didn't bounce off the game. Mm-hmm. I invested yep. roughly 30 hours of my life into it. A whole, I remember a whole like holiday break from work. I got mm-hmm. a couple weeks off. I spent a lot of it playing The Witcher. Yeah. And then it's like I woke up from a fugue state one day and was like, I don't like the aesthetic. Uh-huh. I don't like the quests. I'm kind of bored of killing monsters. There's too much of this. I'm yes. good. Yeah, no, I like the first cracks started showing uh, when I finished the Bloody Baron quest. And I yeah. was like, this, everyone talks about how this is great, and I was bored during most of it. But whatever, I'll keep going. Uh, so I kept going for a while, and I got to like the big town, the big yeah. city. And I was going around there, and I was like, ugh, okay. Um, a lot of the systems are very confusing as far as like armor and crafting. It's, it's very obtuse fucking poles. Um, (laughs) and then, and then I got like, went up to the North to talk to Yennefer and like you, it just like, all of a sudden I went, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here anymore. (laughs) I don't want to be here anymore. And I turned off the game and never turned it back on. Yeah. Amen to that. So... This movie, better than The Witcher, mm-hmm. video game, not mm-hmm. as good as The Witcher Netflix series. Yeah, a C tier. A C tier, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still owe you a word. Yeah, yeah, this movie is... Inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. yes, there's parts of this, I will give you... All right, I want, we haven't done uh, this, like, shining light th- shout out to uh, Worst City of All Time. We haven't done, like, a shining mm-hmm. light best of moment in a long time. Sam, sure. what's your like shining light favorite moment from this movie? Mm, mm. Uh, give me, give me a, give me. A, do you have one? Just yes, I do. Okay, because it's been four days. So after so. the Lord is killed, uh, the guy from the north hauls uh, Keanu off to be sold to the Dutch as a slave. He fights as a gladiator. Mm-hmm. Oishi goes to get him. They have a big fun escape. It's cool. It's very witchery. The more I'm thinking about this, this is very much a witcher. It's just a witcher. It's just product. a weird witcher. <laughs> um, but then he meets up with the other Ronin, and they're not sure about him. They still kind of ostracize him. Mm-hmm. Then they go into town to look for... They're ambushed in a town where they're looking for swords. And uh, Keanu goes full John Wick circa 1700s Japan. Mm-hmm. Just like there's, because there's some other guys, and they're taking down like one dude, mm-hmm. and then Keanu kills like 
ten people in like half a second. So you mean it's like that scene in season one, episode one of The Witcher, mm-hmm. where uh, where Henry Cavill murks like four dudes at once, and it looks cool as hell. It looks it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, this was exactly like that. But the best here's why it's my shining light because mm-hmm. we actually get a shot of everybody else in the room, and mm-hmm. their faces are like, God damn. Yeah, they, they are like. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Because <laughs> movies don't do that enough. Like, what if no. somebody in the John Wick series saw John Wick do a thing and then just went, damn. <laughs> like, that would be my favorite character ever. <laughs> be so good. It'd be so good. So that was my favorite. It was badass. And then uh, we just need more hype men in action movies. Yes. Uh, so I do actually have my shining light. Okay. Um. It is when they're all assembling for, like, the final battle ambush. Yeah. All the coordination of that was just really cool. It's like a... a, It it makes me think of, like, the best moments in, like, a stealth game. Yeah. When, like, just when a plan comes together. And so, I don't know, for some reason that, like, scratches an itch for me. Just, like, a bunch of people creeping around, setting up an ambush... You know, dealing with, like, things as they come up. Yeah. I don't know. It works really well. And then having Oishi, like, dancing around and shit, like, putting on a show. Yeah. And then is about to, like, prepare his big strike. And an arrow clips him just so. And he, he goes a-tumbling. And it all falls apart. It It's really well done. Yeah. That part of the movie. There's a lot. That's why I said inconsistent. Because there are moments... Mm-hmm. This movie, I actually had... To, Sam, did you have a good time with this one? Yeah, it it took me a little bit to yeah. get into it. Uh, because I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting supernatural stuff. Because, like, the first action sequence is fighting some sort of, like... Crazy monster I, thing. Yeah, weird monster thing. And I was like, oh, this isn't what I was expecting. Yeah. But once I saw that he was living in a witcher hut outside of town, and I said, oh, this is the witcher... Then it then I got into it. Yeah, I wish I'd had that context ahead of time. I had a good time with this movie. Uh, yeah, I I would go so far as to say I kind of liked it. It was pretty good. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I w- in that it is not a good movie, but it's a fun yeah. time. I would recommend it, but only if like you know going in. There's some supernatural stuff that doesn't fit with most of the other. Does stuff. not fit. Uh, yeah, that's where I would say it's very inconsistent because. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this on the other podcast. There are times when magical surrealism works really well. Like in mm-hmm. Hercules with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, if they had, if it had been him fighting fucking centaurs. Centaurs? Centaurs, greatest movie ever made. Oh, God, it would have been good. I wanted to see Dwayne the Rock Johnson fucking clip the legs off a centaur mm-hmm. uh, so bad. And then, uh, and then beat its head into the ground. And then beat its head into the ground. Specifically, I want that sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Dwayne, make this happen. Hercules 2. Hercules 2, punch a minotaur in the bollocks. That's what I mm-hmm. want. Oh, uh, God, that would be good. It'd be so good. <laughs> oh, Luke, no. Okay. Uh, punch him in the nuts, rip off one of his horns, jam it into his asshole. Yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, can we make this a video game uh, starring a like CGI or like a 3D model version of Dwayne the Rock Johnson? I would love that. Where these are combo moves, because that sounds <laughs> incredible. It's uh, very good. Finish him. Rips off the horn, shoves it up. <laughs> what we're describing, Luke, is God of War, but uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson instead of Kratos. Yeah, and basically. I don't mean like Dwayne playing a character. I mean Dwayne. I mean Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> is Kratos. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm so into well, this. Uh, is replacing Kratos. He's yeah. not Kratos. No, no, he's no, no. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, he's Dwayne the Johnson Johnson. But he's doing Kratos' journey. Yes. Same game. Mm-hmm. Maybe this should just be a mod for God of War, actually. Yeah. No, yeah. someone make that mod and send it to me. Send it bu- to us. And buy the game. Um, <laughs> but all that to say, there are some movies where magical surrealism would have like really boosted it. Mm-hmm. This is not one of them. It's really distracting. Yeah. And because like if Keanu, Keanu has super speed because he was raised by these demons, the Tengu in the forest. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't he use this? Yeah, he only uses it twice. He uses it to beat a Tengu to grab a sword. Mm-hmm. His like father figure, I guess. I guess, yeah. His Birdman father figure. So here's the thing, bud. They ain't Birdman they're woodmen. Ah. That's, yeah, that's the most confusing thing, is that they're supposed to be woodmen, but they look like birds. Yeah, they look like birds. They got, like, weird pupils that, like, blink sideways, mm-hmm. and not that birds have blinky sideways, but... Yeah. Um, but no, they're supposed to be tree people. Huh. Which is why, like, they're in a tree. Yeah. But they look so bird-like, because they fucked up the nose. Yeah, they did. They, yeah, they got like, the weird nose. beaks. They got yeah. beaks, full on beaks. Yeah, full on beaks, full beakage. But yeah, the the magical realism in this doesn't work. I, I think also particularly because it's based on true events. Which here's the deal. Essentially, as I understand it, big budget Hollywood movie made a version of, uh, let's just call it like you know a remember the Alamo level cultural story. mm Hmm. And then they they smashed it up with Lord of the Rings. Sam knows explicitly one of the things that they said this movie was going to be. It's going to ride the coattails of Lord of the Rings. Did I? No, you didn't. They said this. The people that made the movie. Oh, okay. Because I was like, no, I said this was about a brony, the <laughs> inventor of rice a brony. <laughs> no. No, no, no. When they made this movie, they pitched it as this is going to be like a Lord of the Rings, but it's about this Japanese like cultural touchstone. Oh, no. They were expecting... Yeah, well, one, that's why there's so many, like, big flowing shots of, like, them on a horseback riding through Mm -hmm. mountains. And the monsters and the big battles and stuff. Um, They were expecting this movie to be bananas in Japan. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it grossed. It was not enough. Uh, This movie bombed overseas. I believe they made a sequel last year. Yeah, they did. Yeah, which is quite the lag time. Yeah, and I don't think... sequel. I mean, Keanu's not in it, I don't no, think. No, no one's in it. It's like a generation later, I think. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, yeah, they're all dead, so a sequel would be... <laughs> it would be confusing. Actually, one of them is still alive. One of them is still alive, which yeah. is, uh, yeah, as it was pointed out to me, 
not accurate to reality. <laughs> that guy super died alongside his mm-hmm. dad. <laughs> um. Okay, so I do. We gotta. We gotta talk about this a little bit. Yeah. Um. First of all, there's a grizzling. There is a grizzling. There's a. All of a sudden. It yeah. See, like with with Tom. It was a slow process, but this went from smooth Keanu to grizzled Keanu in one flick. In one flick. Seriously, one movie. It's it's nuts. Yeah. It's so impressive. Yeah. Because, um, Sam, we are between two t- uh, points in time. We're between mm-hmm. the man of Tai Chi, smooth Keanu. Smooth Keanu. And John Wick, which is, you know, spoiler alert next Rough week. Keanu. Rough Keanu. Perfect mm-hmm. Keanu. Mm-hmm. Uh, peak Keanu. I won't say perfect. I'll say peak. S tier Keanu. S tier Keanu. The roughest John Wickest Keanu. Mm-hmm. We're right in the middle. We're we're already rough. We done did it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, quick quick idea. Yeah. When we uh, rate all of Keanu's movies for the Patreon. Yeah. Should we do both a number ranking and a tier list? I think we, for Keanu, we should only do a tier list. Yeah, it's probably easier. I think it would be easier. My next question, Luke, is has he mostly done bad movies? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, this is episode 49 of this series. Mm-hmm. Some of those are Patreon releases, so let's yeah. say we've done 45. Hey, for just... just you know, for round numbers, can we say we've done 47? This is episode 47? Yes, we've done 47 episodes, which means we've seen 40... 47! Keanu Reeves movies! 47 weeks of our lives, Luke. <laughs> God, it's almost a fucking year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Down the turlet. <laughs> oh, God. But, this is the legacy I leave for my son. It's a pretty good one. Um, Is it? I think so. <laughs> anyway, the point being, uh, we watched a lot of his movies, but these were all first and second wave Keanu. Mm-hmm. We are now moving into the golden age of Keanu. Third wave feminism Keanu. Third wave feminism Keanu. So I, for one, am hoping it's club bangers from this point forward. Is it going to be? Uh, is it going to be? Probably not. I can guarantee it isn't because we know Toy Story 4 is coming. And Toy we Story know 4 that is, is not a club banger. Yeah. <laughs> but here's my question. Yeah. We have seen uh, first and second wave Keanu. I think they're mostly bad movies. The peaks are very high. And the, the peaks lows, are high. The valleys are low. The valleys are very, very low. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it's there's no way around it, folks. Generation On was the worst movie we've ever seen. Oh, by like a mile. And we've seen some bad we've stuff. We've seen some bad movies. But, like, I, I could find a redeeming quality in most of the bad movies we've seen. Yeah. I can't hear. No, I cannot. No. There's nothing. And a lot of them, if they aren't actively bad... Are just kind of middling. Mm-hmm. Which, at a certain point in his career, anything post-Matrix, anything post-Bill and Ted, mm-hmm. 
Maybe. Because, I don't know, he was... First wave Keanu was typecast as this, like, stoner guy. Yes. But he did stuff like Point Break and Mm -hmm. Speed. What the fuck? Okay, the more I think about it, there's so many points at which his career had launched. Mm -hmm. Right? He was floating around in space. And then he said yes to something. And then he said yes to things and went rocketing back down to Earth. Um, Hey, we are... We are getting dangerously close to just doing the ranking now. <laughs> it's so and true. We, we can't. We can't. We got to pull out of this. We got to pull uh, out. We got to pull out right now. Um, obviously, the witch has heterochromia uh, because, as we all know, people with heterochromia, shifty. I have heterochromia. And that's why you're shifty. I am very shifty. I don't have the do like the uh, David Bowie thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, where both of my eyes are different, but I have multiple colors in my eye. Mm. I have rings, like colored rings that make up my okay. eyeballs. Uh, I am not a witch, as far as I know. Yeah, but you are shifty. I am shifty. True. Um. Okay, so, so there are two characters, two evil characters, that I'd like to talk about. Sure. There's one that is the big man in the frowny Max mask. Yeah. Who I called Mad Max, not that one. <laughs> I think he's actually called um, Lovecraftian Samurai. <laughs> that's Lovecraft. not a joke. I think that's his credit. Oh, Jesus! Seriously? I think he's credited as Lovecraftian Samurai. That's wild because he's not Lovecraftian. No, even a little. <laughs> he is, however, Mad Max. Not that one. Not that one. I like yours a lot better, but when we when we looked him up on IMDb, that's how he was credited. <laughs> Lovecraftian, Lovecraftian Samurai. Samurai. Jesus, someone doesn't understand Lovecraft. Someone, I mean, he looks like a Dark Souls. Like he does. Monster. He also kind of looks like the um, the Persian Immortals from Three Hundred. Yes. Yeah, for looks sure. Looks a lot like them. In fact, um, he looks suspiciously like the Persian Immortals. L- like, maybe they had some cast-off props. Yeah. Um, you gotta which, save money where you can, man. It makes him very out of place in this samurai flick. Yeah. Um, but he is, I was... He is as big as a fridge, though. Dude's huge. So big. Yeah. Which made it so disappointing to me that he was nothing in there. He was nothing, and he wasn't Dwayne the Rock Johnson. One Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and when he blew up, there were no guts in there. It was yeah. just empty magic armor. Magic armor, which is why, in my head, I'm going to retcon it so that it was an uncredited Dwayne the Johnson Johnson mm-hmm. uh, playing just a really large man in a big, big suit. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other is uh, the witch, who um, I came up with a couple names. And I want to work workshop them. Okay. Uh, Octo hair. Octo hair is pretty good because she has like Doc Doc Ock kind of hair. And that's what brings me to Frock Ock. Frock Ock. Frock Ock. Because her dress also creates a lot of sort of tentacles. Yeah. So uh, Frock Ock. I like Frock Ock a lot. Mm-hmm. It is hard to say without sounding like a seagull. Frog Ock! Frog yeah. Ock! <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't I didn't like her very much. No, I don't either. Yeah, she's yeah. it's very unpleasant. Very unpleasant. Um and just like so, sort of puzzling why she's there cuz we never really get much of a motive for her. No, she's like an all-powerful witch. I don't know why she needs to hitch her wagon to this sort of doofy, not very good law uh lord. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cuz cuz we're kind of left to like, y- you would think in this situation that she's using him to, like, gain power, but she isn't. Yeah. She's just sort of tootling around with him. She's just propping him up. And she does say yeah. the line at some point, like, soon my lord will be Shogun, and everyone will be bowing to us and stuff. Um, it just feels like she's not getting much out of this arrangement. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, and then I do actually want to briefly talk about uh, the bad... Uh, the bad lord. Okay. Um, mostly because I I'm I'm always curious if it is tough as an actor to get cast as a villain because you look like an insufferable asshole. <laughs> because this guy does like he's got a real hateable face. Yeah, he does. And I, like, is that tough when it's like, hey, you know, I want to be an actor, like I want to get this role, and they're like, you've got a real asshole face. You want the role as the villain? It's a hard day because I always imagine every time I see someone in a commercial or in a role in one of these bad movies that we watch or whatever, I imagine what they said mm-hmm. when they called their mom at the end of the shoot. Mm-hmm. Because, hey, honey, how's it going? How was your day, your first day on set? Well, mom, they told me I have an asshole face and that I'm perfect for the role. Mm-hmm. So I'm working. I guess. I'm working, but only because they wanted to hit me so bad. Yeah, they wanted because to Because of how face. my face is constructed. Yeah. Or my favorite is like when someone is like in a schlocky B-movie, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, Johnny Mnemonic, mm-hmm. um, where they're like talking to a sentient dolphin in a like goop tank. Mm-hmm. Hey, mom. Hey, honey. How's it going? How was your day on set? Well... I talked to, like, a weird half-prosthetic dolphin in a goop tank Mm -hmm. uh, while Keanu Reeves, like, screamed at the sky about stuff. So I should have been an accountant is what I'm getting at, just like you (laughs) said. (laughs) I should have gotten my MBA. You were so right. I should have been an accountant. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be tough, but hey, it pays, you know? It pays. It's a living. You're working. Um, and I have one final question. Yeah. So, um, as they are infiltrating uh, the bad guy's uh, castle. Yeah. They pose as a theater troupe. And as the guards are checking out their situation, um, they open a box. Mm-hmm. And the guard sticks his hand in there. And he pulls it out, and his hand is covered in goo. And... He looks at it, he nods, like, yes, this is correct, and he closes the goo box. What the fuck is the goo box? I don't remember this at all. He, there's a goo box. Okay, when they're going in to kill the guy, or when they first run into the troop on the road? Between those moments. 
when when the troop is entering the castle and they're like, hey, uh, we're here to perform. Yes. Yes, and the yes. guard is like, well, let me check what you're rolling with because security is toit. And they, he's like, what's this box? And he opens the box and everyone's kind of sitting there looking nervous. And he puts his hand in there and he goes... And he looks and it's and it's a goo. And, uh, and he looks at it and he's like, yeah, that's correct. And then he closes the box and gives it back and he says, come on in. And uh, I... I'm. It's been four days, Luke, and I'm still thinking about the goo box. <laughs> it's sort of like the goo Jabbar. It's like the gum Jabbar <laughs> from Dune. <laughs> do not remove your hand from the goo Jabbar. Uh, <laughs> this needle will kill you instantly. What possible goo would a theater troupe be traveling with? I don't know. And then why would the guard pull it out, give it a whiff, and go, yep. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the goo I'm that's the goo you're supposed to have. And hey, what is it with Keanu and thick slippery fucking goo? It's gotta be in his contract at this point. This has to be <laughs> Keanu himself being like, if there's not thick well, he doesn't act this way. So he'd be very nice about it and be like, I need I need thick slippery goo to be able to do what I do. Okay, I think that's even too assertive for Keanu and be like, Hey, if it's okay, I would really appreciate some really thick like slippery goo thick, slippery on goo. set. In the shot's great, but if that doesn't work, it's okay. I've got enough thick, slip, slippery goo at home that, yeah. you know, if it doesn't work out on set, if it makes people uncomfortable, that's fine. Sam, before we sort of head on out of town, mm-hmm. I have some Keanu news. Oh, okay. There's whispers. So Keanu, during the SAG strike, mm-hmm. which as far as I know is still ongoing, yes, um, has resuscitated his band Dogstar. Yes, he has. Now, I will withhold my opinions of the band Dogstar. Okay. Um, I don't think that's my place because it's our it's our guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never listened to it. Yeah, give it a crack. Um, Keanu plays bass. There are whispers mm-hmm. that they're going to come out with a... Fender is going to come out with a customized uh, signature oh. Fender bass. Oh, a Keanu. For Keanu Reeves. A Keanu... Bass. A Keanu bass. Uh huh. And here's my problem. Mm hmm. I am a bass player, among other mm-hmm. things, but I do mm-hmm. own and play a bass frequently. Uh huh. Yes. We've never run into this problem before. You gotta get the Keanu bass. <laughs> I think I have to. The problem it's, is. It's gonna be expensive. It is gonna be expensive, and we do not make enough no. uh, to cover it with podcast funds. So you're just going to be out of pocket on this one. I'm sorry, my guy. I'm just going to own... Usually, okay, so um, assuming you buy a good one, musical instruments tend to, like, appreciate in value. Uh-huh. Depending on what you buy. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the Keanu signature Fender bass, my man. I don't, I don't know either. Um, Unless it arrives with his signature on it, and assuming nothing bad happens, like, with Keanu, maybe it will a- mm-hmm. appreciate in value. But if something bad does happen with him, if he does cancel, get canceled, it will appreciate in value among a shitty crowd of people. <laughs> among Louis C.K. fans, I guess. Yeah, the Ben Shapiro's among us will be horny for your base. Horny for that one, yeah. Oh, uh, God forbid. I don't think anything bad's going to happen with us. Uh... God, I hope not. Um, speaking of bad things happening, I don't know if it has come through at all, 
my cat Daphne has been in my lap licking herself for the past probably 10 minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> I hope that has not come through. It didn't occur to me until just now when she stopped. That, well, that our listeners might, under all my bullshit talk, might just be hearing some slurping because <laughs> she got a real loud mouth, this cat. I mean, we'll find out. We don't have time to do a thorough edit on this one. We do not, no. We don't ever do a thorough edit on these. <laughs> but we don't have time to uh, correct that audio mistake. So, folks, I don't know. Not my problem. Um, yeah. Uh, you got any other thoughts about nope. uh, 47 Runner? All I don't right. I think so. Well, uh, let's talk about next week. Next week is 2014's John Wick. Oh, the words I've been wanting to hear for almost a fucking year. Drink it in, my friend. Drink it in. What do you think John Wick could be about? John Wick, because it's a hypothetical movie in the future that we don't know if it exists or not. Mm Mm-hmm. It's about a hairdresser. Oh. John Wick is a hairdresser. Uh Who kills people oh shit efficiently he someone takes his best scissors and he has to beat up people with like like the blow dryer and Mm -hmm. combs and uh, other stuff and goes on just a total rampage uh so somewhere between like rambo and sweeney todd actually sweeney todd is what was in my head yeah Mm -hmm. so the demon barber of fleet street for sure um yeah, I think that's what John Wick is. Sam, what do you think John Wick could be about? John Wick is a, a dramatic story told about the inventor of the candle. This makes sense. Do you think it's shot like that Kubrick movie, Barry Lyndon, where it's like actually shot using specialized cameras to capture candlelight and there's no artificial lighting at all? Mm-hmm, yeah. Damn. Um, so he plays uh, Johann Wick, uh, the creator of the candle. Which is crazy to shoot it by candlelight because for the first until he invents the candle, it's so dark. <laughs> it's so dark, and it is it is a little bit like um, Amadeus. Oh, okay. Um, in that there's a, a competitor. Um, yeah. So think think Oppenheimer meets Amadeus. Awesome. Amadeus is a good movie, isn't it? It is a real good movie that I've not seen in a long time, and I don't yeah. know if it has aged poorly, which it yeah, probably it might have. has. Probably. Isn't that Leo? Leo DiCaprio? No. No, 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 no. Uh, I don't... I, Leo was... I don't even think he was fucking uh, people too young for him yet. Yeah, I thought he was like a kid in that one. Maybe not. Anyway. I don't... I, don't, I, I know he didn't play uh, Amadeus. Oh, okay. Never mind then. I'm thinking of somebody else. Yeah. I'm not thinking of a different movie. I am thinking of this movie. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, folks, give us an email. <laughs> Let us know if Amadeus is a club banger in the year of our Lord 2023. Mm-hmm. Or soon, 2024. 2024. Either one. Uh, but yeah, so so Oppenheimer meets Amadeus uh, about the invention of the candle. Um, uh, well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Banksy. You can find us on uh, Facebook at Hanksy Banksy Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Banksy Pod. You can find us on Blue Sky at Hanksy Panksy. You can not find us on Twitter because fuck it. Um, though, fun note, uh, Luke sent me an article earlier today about how, uh, uh, Elon Musk cried and, and whinged, uh, all through an earnings call. So I thought that was fun. That was um, fun. Fuck him. I hope he dies sad. 
Um, and then uh, you can send us an email at hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash hanksypanksy. We've got a lot of fun stuff over there. And uh, you send us uh, send us enough money on there. And you'd be one of Hanks' heroes like Tuck and Daniel. And fellas? Um, uh, fellas, I won't hang you like common criminals. Excellent. Luke, do you have a final quote? I do, and I'm not making this one up, and it's going to be contentious, but make Akko great again. (laughs) (laughs) It was. She's fucking, she's running on that MAGA platform. (laughs) She said it, and I was like, that's the most final quote, final quote I've ever heard. good. I heard that, and I was like, god damn, Lady Asano. <laughs> Akko for people from Akko, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, thanks for listening to uh, Akko first. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves. We'll be back next week with John Wick. <laughs>